0: To always get the latest game tea, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Twitter at GameTeaPodcastX. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Instagram at The Game Tea Podcast. We post frequently, giving you podcast updates, posting gaming news, and the occasional meme. Check them out after the show. And thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game t podcast my name is jp i'm zach all right zach i will give you five dollars if you tell me who's missing today uh let me see all right you're here Uh uh-huh is gracie in the room gracie is not in the room my dog gracie is not in the room you're right you won five dollars that's the missing piece hell yeah (laughs) i want you to use that for a new headset for me thanks jp no problem, buddy. $5 towards that new headset. I make a small dent. You know what? For once, though, for once, though, Zara's not here. I don't want to talk about the fact that Zar's not here, even though what the hell, Zara? <laughs> Zach has finally <laughs> caved and got himself a gaming PC. Yay! Yay. <laughs> it's nice not being in college and being able to get things every now and then. Treat yourself is what I say. The specs on it were pretty good. I helped him pick it out. You're just doing a pre-made from Best Buy, but still the specs on it were not bad at all. Yeah,
1: yeah, I got JP's seal of approval, and you know with how much you talk about his PC.
0: Have I told you about my PC?
1: I figured it was a good, good uh, thing to get you on my side. So I appreciate what you do, man. Thank you.
0: You know what the best part about this is? Is what I say. You, do you know about my PC? You can also go. Yeah, my PC is great. What about you, Czar?
1: <laughs> One of us. One of us. <laughs>
0: so yeah welcome to the club my man i'm very excited for you but you haven't received it yet so you are on your wife's laptop it's not my favorite but it works and uh that's what matters let's talk a little bit about this episode this week zach we'll get to the itinerary but what has been happening lately with all these game release talkings like just so much stuff has come out even post the playstation event thank
1: goodness it's been such an awful six months for gaming. Like, who starts a podcast during COVID?
0: These three idiots.
1: My goodness. (laughs) All right, so thankfully, the game companies decided to actually participate in the whole year. (laughs) So we finally have some stuff to talk about besides how great the Nintendo Switch is doing. Did I tell you how great the Nintendo Switch is doing, JP?
0: (laughs) Mentioned it a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm a Switch fanboy. Oh, did you listen to the last episode? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> and you not, know what?
1: It's not wrong.
0: <laughs> In your defense, while we get into this episode, it's a good time to be a Nintendo Switch owner and a Nintendo fan altogether. Um, and PlayStation is kind of at civil war with itself right now.
1: We get to get into that all day today on the uh, fun things that's going on. I'm trying to spoil it for him, JP. It's, it's good stuff. Nope,
0: absolutely not. All right, Zach, what do you say? You want to give him a taste of the itinerary
1: for this week? Yes, yes. I'm gonna put on my my thing, get my pinky out on today's episode of the Game T podcast. We'll be talking about Crash Four. It's about time. <laughs> Last of Us Two release, JP's hype, yeah, and reviews. What are, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. That's perfect. All right. And then <laughs> yeah. after that, we have <laughs> Pokemon Snap.
0: Oh, snap. That's a thing. Oh, my God. Dude, the prayers have been answered for that one. I can't wait to talk about that.
1: I was going to say, we're in a weird timeline where I'm like, you know, COVID's awful, but we got new Pokemon Snap, so I mean. <laughs> so <it all> how <laughs> bad are things, really? <laughs> right, you know, perspective, guys, perspective. And then we have a new Smash Bros. fighter that literally got announced today that I'm pretty excited to talk about. JP, did you get to see what it was?
0: E, you told me who it is. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. We'll talk about it in a little while. I've got things to say, as always. <laughs> I've got things to say. Yeah, that's
1: that's why that's why I hired you. All right. And then finally, we... <laughs> Wait,
0: I'm getting I'm getting paid?
1: No, uh, shh. No one tell me anything. All right. After that, <laughs> we'll just talk about the game releases and some stuff that we're hyped up for, and that should just about do it. What do you think, JP?
0: I think that sounds like a fantastic episode, Zach. Hell yeah. Hell
1: yeah. Well, with that all out the way, this first one, since it's not coming to my system, it's all you, baby.
0: All right. Now, to be fair, with this first game we're about to talk about, this time around, okay, so let's back up a little bit. Let's go to, I want to say it was like four years ago at this point, maybe like three or to four years ago. I don't remember how long it's been. Crash Bandicoot came out with a trilogy release of its first three games that was at first a PlayStation exclusive. And oh my God, was that fun. Zach, did you ever get a chance to come over here and play a little of Crash Bandicoot? Uh, I waited two years to play it on my Nintendo Switch. And uh, holy crap,
1: I don't know if I was really good at platformers as a kid. I've sucked since since being a kid because, holy crap, Crash is a lot harder than I remember.
0: I forgot how rage-inducing Crash Bandicoot was. That misty level where you're on the bridge, do you know what I'm talking the, about? The pixel-perfect
1: turtle jump hop where you just have to hit yes! the exact frame of that small little tile on the broken ladder? Yeah, I remember it.
0: That was, four, that was worth four controllers on its own. Yeah, seriously, I've got two new oh windows, JB. God. Two new windows. All right. So the crash train was here and hype a few years ago because the trilogy got released. Everything was remastered. Everything was beautiful. But it did beg the question, what's coming next for Crash Bandicoot? And I think we got our answer because just a few days ago, Crash Bandicoot 4 was announced for the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Zach, did you see this trailer?
1: Yeah, man. Holy crap. First off, let's just start with the, the best part. They're ignoring everything after the trilogy. Thank God. Oh my so God. So no,
0: essentially, <laughs> in the Crash Bandicoot universe, <laughs> nothing's canon anymore after the first three games. Right. Is that what they're saying? No
1: Crash Twin Sanity, no Crash Wrath of Cortex and any of that trash after that. Literally, this is a continual downhill slide.
0: I was in a position where I heard about that and I was just like, that was something people were upset about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep, those were dark times for Crash, dark times. Not everyone can have, you know, Mario carrying their consoles all the time, you know what I mean? You just It's funny
0: you say that because Sonic was Sega's answer to Mario, and then Crash Bandicoot was Sony's answer to Sonic and Mario, so it's kind of appropriate that you say that.
1: Yeah, 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 gotta gotta get my swings in here because I'm pretty salty because it's an Xbox One and PS4 title, and um, I'm sad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're always sad. (laughs) This is not a safe space. It's not a
1: oh man. It's a pretty safe space. I feel I feel safe with you, JP. I've known you forever. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it comes like Microsoft Game Pass so I can play it on my brand new PC that I've yet to tell JP about enough. So
0: we're gonna link the gameplay trailer for Crash Bandicoot 4 to the Twitter at Podcast X. Insert Zara reminder right here.
1: Remember that.
0: Remember that. Remember that. <laughs> is our remind me to post this because I never do when I say that. <laughs> Help. Help me. Okay, but anyway, let's talk a little bit about the trailer because I've already watched it about two or three times. So, Zach, just upon watching this, what were some of your first impressions?
1: It actually looks like they took the Crash Formula and they just took it up to 11, which I think is exactly what we wanted. Hopefully less pixel-perfect jumps, but there's, like, all these transformations that I saw. There was some, like, blue mask on... Crash, or hanging out by Crash, and then Crash had, like, a a white suit at some point. I don't think Crash Bandicoot's ever had, like, power-ups. So, Do you recall that? No,
0: never. At least not in any of the three games that were in the remaster right, from right. a few years ago. The big thing here is, first of all, talking about how gorgeous this game's gonna look. Because, I mean, yeah. like, just from the trailer, you kind of get that they're really... Giving the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One its last hurrahs, kind of, because this looks beautiful, and you know this is going to get ported over to Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five, where it's just going to look even better. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah, just un- I don't think it's an understatement to just explain how beautiful this game's going to look.
1: They had like a lava level where the T Rex got like submerged in lava, and it was just it was popping with colors. It was just it's a good looking thing. You guys got to watch this trailer and turn up the YouTube quality and uh, enjoy that stuff because it looks good. Um, JP, anything else that you saw that really took your eye away besides just how great the graphics looked? And then the power-ups? The
0: power-ups were plentiful and amazing. The game looked gorgeous. The level design was versatile and abundant. There's a lot of different kinds of settings that they show here. Like Zach said, like a volcano dinosaur level, like a modern city level. That modern city level looks so good. I know we just said not talk about gore-
1: just talking about the graphics, but <laughs> gosh. And- <laughs> yeah, like flying cars and stuff. And I just thought it looked just it looked really good. It reminded me of the uh, Ratchet and Clank trailer. Oh yeah. When they were doing oh, that. Yeah. It looks similar.
0: And of course, an underwater level. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes the <laughs> underwater levels. Don't know why they always feel like they need to put them in there, but they're there. Yeah, we can't understate how beautiful the game is. This trailer came at kind of a weird time post PlayStation 4 hype, but still always good to see some more stuff in there. Coming to Xbox One, coming to PS4, and Zach. What day is this coming out? October 2nd of this year. That is just a short five months away, about eh, more like four and a half. Wait a minute. No, this is June. We're halfway through June. JP, you can do this. You can do this, baby. I believe in you. When did it be? When was? When did it become June? It's all a blur, man. <laughs> Where this, t- it's all this blur. year go?
1: <laughs> no, no, Let's not even let's not even talk about this year. We literally. I hope this is like crossed off. Anyway, okay, okay. <laughs> um, one more thing I really want to take note of is it gave me some like Sonic Adventure two like flashbacks because he was like grinding on rails. Yeah, and I thought that was really neat. And then like there was one point where he like went underneath the rail and was like grinding with his hands. And I know like a lot of other people do it besides Sonic. Yeah. I've seen yeah, you know, it's kinda of reminding me of like Jack and Daxter too. I think Jack even did it. So the
0: the name of the game with Crash Bandicoot is the reason why the first three games were remastered and people are like, okay, the first three games are all that matters, is because I mean at a at a point with Crash Bandicoot, it just it's gimmicky. I mean, what the challenge is going to be for Crash Bandicoot 4 is finding that perfect balance of giving fans what they want, making things new, making things exciting, but not making anything too gimmicky, you know? Making it feel like an actual staple in the gameplay. I think that's going to be how Crash Bandicoot 4 hits the sweet spot. Right.
1: They've always been able to, like, add in things. It's always been, like, riding a dinosaur, riding your motorcycle. They incorporated Coco for some things, and then Coco could, like... She pretty much did the same thing, riding on some kind of vehicle. Um, so I'm excited to see where they can take this platforming to where you're right. Like It's not just a gimmick, it's like the whole new level that like innovates the
0: gameplay a little bit. You go Glenn Coco. <laughs> I'll give you another $5 if you can tell me what that's from.
1: You go Glenn Coco. I don't know, who. was that from, JP? Come on, the movie Mean Girls. What the f- Oh, awkward. I've never seen Mean Girls, JP. You
0: didn't sit in your fraternity house watching Mean Girls every night like we did? What a loser. Anyway, uh, yeah, so
1: anything else you would add on this uh, awesome news about the new Crash uh, 4? It's about damn time. Oh, sorry, it's about time.
0: You know, it's a little weird not seeing this be a PlayStation exclusive for a little while again. But to be fair, I don't know why they did that in the first place. So Xbox fans and PlayStation fans rejoice for what's going to be one of the last big hurrahs for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One X. And maybe
1: a year later, who else knows? It could become a PC and Switch. We'll see. <laughs> Just takes a little bit longer, you know. Just takes a little bit longer.
0: Maybe, my friend. Maybe. All right. What do we have up next, Zach? Oh, this one's all you do, boo-boo. All right, so (laughs) I like to make JP read these because I'm evil. Yeah. So up next, we're gonna talk about The Last of Us Two release, sales, and reviews. (laughs) You'll understand the you'll understand the turn here in a little while, but um, there's a lot of good, bad, and ugly to The Last of Us Part Two right now. JP, you just got the game, right? Not only did I just get the game, but I mean, like. I didn't actually start playing till about a day and a half after its release. Oh my God, why? What are you doing? I'm trying to work and save up for grad school. So yeah, for numerous reasons, I didn't get to the game until about a day and a half after it was officially released on the PlayStation. Currently, I'm about five and a half to six hours into the game.
1: I think that's pretty good for like, what a day. So tell, what do you think so far, man?
0: I mean, just my personal opinion, not taking anything I know is to come out of it. I've really liked the game so far. Um, for one, it's absolutely gorgeous, which I mean, we knew it was gonna be, but even Zach said something about it. Zach, did you saw some gameplay, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot of it, just trying to, you know, you know, do my job. Just like, you know, sometimes I, I get out of my little Nintendo bubble and I explore other things. And holy crap, I only have a 1080p monitor and it was still popping. The game looked gorgeous, so. It did. When I get my new PC, I can't wait to check it out have again. We talked
0: about my PC? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh... This is fun. I see why you do yeah, this. Yeah, I know, right? Wait till <laughs> Zar's here. <laughs> um, so the game is gorgeous, JP. What about gameplay-wise? Is it the same same old uh, thing? I, it had a really good gameplay back on the PS3.
0: It sure did. Um, and even the remastered, when that came out one year later on the PS4, that was great, too. The gameplay is... Honestly, the gameplay didn't change too much, too much from the way the first game kind of went. And I personally don't have a problem with that. Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Exactly. I mean, more than anything, we wanted to see where the story was going, but the game mechanics I mean, people argued about the first Last of Us were perfect. So, exactly. Why ruin a perfect thing? And you can call that cheap if you want, but I'm like, hey, whatever. I don't want to talk too much about
1: spoilers, about story because of spoilers and the game just being so recent. But, JP, what's your initial like impression of like, you know, what you've seen so far?
0: Um, Obviously, uh, when we talk a little bit later about what's going on with kind of a little bit of the contro quote unquote controversy, that's where you're going to start to see people kind of have differing opinions. But my personal opinion is so far, I've really liked what I've seen with the story. I mean, um, obviously, I'm only about a fifth of two or six of the way through the game, so I haven't seen everything yet. But I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the first five hours are already a roller coaster of emotions. Right.
1: It's a it's a no hold hold bars uh zombie game. And zombie games aren't too pleasant, are they? No. A lot of stuff happens. No, they
0: usually are not, <laughs> Zach.
1: <laughs> All right. I think that's enough of that, because I don't want to I put my foot in my mouth. I don't, when it comes yes, No
0: spoilers. I we just talked about spoilers. The game came out the 19th on July 19th. That's gonna be it. Bars off. I am yelling at this microphone, and you guys are gonna listen. All right. I can do that for you. Thanks, buddy.
1: Um, so I'm gonna talk on this article from VG uh 247. It's by uh Cheyenne Maher or CN Maher. I think you had that right. I'm saying that right, <laughs> and I'm very sorry if I didn't. We are so sorry. Um, <laughs> basically this is just in the uk but um the last of us 2 is so far on pace to be the best-selling playstation 4 game of all time of all time beating out uncharted um 4 by literally like one percent it's like one percent ahead which is in in the reign of like margin of error but still that should say that this is a really uh captivating game and i think Zara and i and jp talked about it last week where controversy is good publicity. Like it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Like this,
0: everyone knew about Last of Us 2. Yep, absolutely. Um, We don't really have any like big sales records yet. All we have is UK, but we did. We talked about how, you know, how is this game gonna be affected sales wise? And I predicted that I thought this game was gonna sell no matter what the controversy was. And I think it's safe to say that I was partially right. I mean... I mean, yeah, you're
1: still... We got some time to get through here, but you're totally... You're. I think we nailed it. We said it was going to be a pretty high-selling game. Um, for some context, finally knocked out Animal Crossing New Horizons. So that's a thing.
0: I mean, the sales for New Horizons were astronomical as well, so that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and actually, it's uh, a UK's fastest-selling box game of 2020 so far. Mm-hmm. So even Smash... Animal Crossing New Horizons. I said that kind of funkily, so I wanted to rephrase that.
0: You know, there's a factor here I didn't even consider the last time we were talking about this too. And that's the fact that the PS4, and I mean the Xbox too, but the PlayStation, this generation of gaming is coming to a close very soon. And this is probably going to be like the last huge hitter for the PlayStation 4 that's ever going to come out. So I think that had a little bit to do with it too. I mean, the sales were going to be boosted because anything with The Last of Us on it is going to see outrageous sales, but there's a lot of factors here that are playing into why the sales for this game are so amazing. It's the hype. It's everything surrounding the game. It's controversy,
1: pandemic, uh, high install base. Um, um, sadness. I'm forgetting Just one Just overall put- sadness. Zombie <laughs> games always sell well. Right. I think you got it. All right. So there's some good. There's a lot of good with The Last of Us 2. Um, and the review scores, JP, if you look at the Metacritic score right now. I don't want to
0: look at the Metacritic there, score right now.
1: The, uh, um, the Metascore, which takes all the, like, the professional, quotes, reviewers, it's sitting at a 95. And I think the highest rated game is Ocarina of Time at like 97. So this game is up there for one of the
0: best games of all time. Yes, that's correct. And that's per Metacritic score. Right.
1: Now, when we get into the user score, we kind of have night and day. (laughs) It's got a uh, 4.1. And so this is where that any publicity is kind of bad publicity. So 21,000 people have a positive opinion about this and 37,000 have a negative. And I think that's pretty crazy.
0: That I am... Okay, so here's the dilemma for me personally. I and so incredibly stuck between a rock and a hard place because there is nothing I want more to investigate why people are giving this game such a low score. But that would open me up to the possibility of spoiling the game for myself. And in fact, I more than likely would do so. So I have to hold my tongue. I have to hold my tongue and I have to just keep playing the game and forget about these scores. And then once I'm done playing, I can come back and see what everybody is so upset about. Zach, you don't give a shit and you already spoiled the game for yourself. (laughs) So in the most non-spoiler way you can possibly explain to me, do you understand why this game is getting this low of a score from its user base? Yeah, poor writing. It's just poor writing. Um,
1: Everyone who says this, there's probably some person review bombing this thing to why it has so many of them but it's just a bunch of people who had high expectations for a game and those expectations weren't met and um some people don't like the lbgt thing which we talked about that could be why some of these scores are dumb but what i'm gathering is a lot of this comes to some really questionable writing like just some like the I don't want to say anything else. There's questionable writing. Right,
0: it's like stepping on eggshells.
1: And it's just they did stuff for the sake of plot. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so I can see why some people are upset about this. And I, I'm excited to get to go into a deeper dive and kind of break this far with JP in a few weeks when it's not so uh spoily for our viewers.
0: Like I said, we are starting the timer right now on July 19th. Whatever episode comes after July 19th. I am going on a rant. I am going on a huge rant about how I feel about this game. Because here's the thing. First of all, I said it last week that no matter how good the game is, the expectations are so high for this game that they're probably, you know, people are going to probably be disappointed anyway. You know, even if that weren't true, I have a feeling, even though I don't know why people are so upset yet, and it's killing me not knowing, and there's nothing I want to do right now than find out why, I have a feeling that it's not justified. I have a feeling that people are freaking out over stupid things. And like you said, bombing the score, trying to make it as low as possible. Because I mean, like most of what I've heard, most spoiler free reviews of the game that I've heard from friends or people on YouTube have said the game's really good. You know, it's not perfect, but no game is, but it was good. And then to see this user score, I'm just like, okay, something has to be going on here. You know, I don't believe that it's that bad. I want to know. I want to know, Zach. And you'll find out soon, baby. On July 19th, we have to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I am going off. And by the way, July 19th, the reason why I'm going with July 19th is because in answering gaming's biggest questions, I told Zar <laughs> and Zach that one month is the proper amount of time to wait until you spoilers are off the table. And I have to hold myself to that. So... I will give another warning as soon as I start talking on that episode, but I'm not holding back. I am going to yell. I don't know if Zach and Zara are going to get a word in that whole episode. Or I can, I can yell too, baby. It'll be, it'll be a good time. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time.
1: <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add on to uh, Last of Us Two? I got kind of. I'm anticipating that July 22nd episode now. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's killing me not knowing, but I'll figure it out, and we will talk about this. Zach, I need some better news. What that? What else is going on in gaming right now? We got you, baby. Give me good news, bud. So this week,
1: Wednesday, seven AM Pacific Time, Nintendo or not Nintendo, Pokemon presented their Pokemon presents, and they pretty much just threw out a bunch of games, and one of them, JP, was actually good. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> And so that game is Pokemon Snap. Oh, my God. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yay! For the Nintendo Switch. JP, do you get a chance to check out that trailer? Did I get a chance to check out that trailer? Are you kidding me? The second I heard that po- and for once, I actually did post it to the Twitter. <laughs> like I said, I was going to. Hey, that's. this <laughs> yeah. <is for> you. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I took a look at that trailer. I watched the hell out of it. Pokemon Snap was probably my favorite game for the N64. Okay, come on now.
1: Dude, no, I mean it. Better I'm- than Mario 64. Ah. Better than Ocarina of Time. Ah. Better than Mario Party 2.
0: Nothing's better than Mario Party 2. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Maybe not my favorite game. I will say this. It's probably the game I put the most time into. How's that? Is that controversial? That's your opinion, man. It's, it's not bad Ooh, Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> Zach, how long have we been asking for a new Pokemon Snap? Uh, Since
1: the dawn of time, since the GameCube came out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's honestly no joke, is they could have put a Pokemon Snap out on GameCube. They could have put a new Pokemon Snap out on Wii. They could have put a new Pokemon Snap out on the Wii U. Hell, they could have put it on a handheld. But you know what? We're getting it to Switch. We finally did it, buddy. We made it.
1: Woo! All right, so JP, some things that stuck out to me that I'm really hyped about is this game looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. This is what I imagined, like, the Pokemon Switch looking like. Mm -hmm. You got these, like, gorgeous-ass swana flying through the air. You got this ginormous whalord in the ocean. You got Blastoise eating an apple. And, I mean, I know it's easier for a rail shooter game to look better because you have to worry about everyone, like, you know, exploring the world and doing all these other things. But still, I I hope to goodness that the next Pokemon core game can look this
0: good. I 100% agree with you on pretty much everything you just said. It's going to be really hard to mess this game up because the whole concept of Pokemon Snap is you're on this rail that guides you through on a track through forests, through the water, through caves, through whatever, and you take pictures of Pokemon. That is it. And it's amazing.
1: <laughs> There's so many different interactions. Like it, you really get, um, what do you call that? Rewarded from just exploring all the different interactions that your uh, is at your disposal. It almost feels like an action. It's not a rail shooter, but it almost feels like a, a rail shooter, um, like Star Fox 64. Like you, you're blowing stuff up, but kind of in a cutie Pokemon kind of way. And I did not get the appeal at all until like I played it for myself, and I was like, Oh my okay, god, I can see it. <laughs> It's just so immersive, man. You really feel like you're at like a wildlife safari. Like the world is your oyster, man. And
0: you know what I really loved about the Pokemon trailer that goes unnoticed a lot is even to this day, after we've had eight generations of Pokemon and goodness, how many Pokemon are there now, Zach? Uh, uh,
1: 893 without, you know, Extra forms, all that crap.
0: There are 893 Pokemon, but every through every Pokemon game, I mean, I feel like the same Gen 1 to Gen 2 Pokemon really get highlighted, if that makes sense. If Charizard, I'm going to say something controversial. Charizard's extremely overrated. <gasps> and I did not... S- you're, you're doing that on purpose. You're just trying to hurt my feelings. <laughs> you're just trying to hurt me. <laughs> you're
1: attacking me, and I hurt. <laughs> I hurt, JP. Do you feel good about yourself? A little. <laughs> Okay, and when you say Gen 2, all right, listen, you need to... Appreciate that, my boy Typhlosion has gotten no love since Pokemon Gold. He has gotten progressively worse. You're right. Since he is released, You're right. he I'm
0: really is. I mean, for is probably the most hyped up from Gen Two.
1: Okay. Anyway, sorry, totally off topic. You can go back to your point.
0: Anyway, the point I was trying to make is what I love is that there is such a diversity in like the generations of Pokemon. Obviously, Pikachu's the mascot for the franchise, so he's in there a little bit. But other than that, they're really showing off like more than just the first couple of gens of Pokemon here. I'm seeing Pokemon from everywhere. I'm seeing Torterra from Gen 4, Bufalon, Wailords. Ugh, Badoof. (laughs) <laughs> hey my HM slave was the mu- was the best okay <laughs> that guy did it all for me you're not he was my HM slave in gen 4 too <laughs> so yeah that's all great I can't wait for another Pokemon snap I know the Pokemon community is very excited I had a question you mentioned earlier that Pokemon is having it's very or has been having it's very own like kinda you know web video seminar kind of like what PlayStation and Nintendo and everybody else has been doing Is that what's happening now? Is even Pokemon is so big that they're having their own presentations at this point? Well, yeah, it's the highest grossing media franchise of all time, beating out Star Wars. That's amazing. Can we expect any more of these events coming soon? Oh, I'm glad you asked. JP, this Wednesday at
1: 7 Pacific time, I think, is when the next event is. And JP, this may be what most people are hyping up. It's one of two things. Either Let's Go Johto, which, I mean, that'd be fine for me at least. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it's your remake of Diamond and Pearl.
0: Oh, my God. You know what? I would be really happy with either of those, but Diamond and Pearl deserves a remake. Diamond and Pearl has been slept on, people. It needs to be remade. Speaking of, J.P., can we tell everyone we're going to be debating this
1: week in the Great Debate,
0: dude? Do we want to tell them what we're doing for Saturday? What do you think, Zach? I kind of—I feel like it goes in pretty well, man. I feel like it does, don't you? Yeah.
1: Let's chill. Let's chill it out a little bit. So, on the Great Debate this week, I'm really—I'm really looking forward to this because you know we are passionate pokey fans here. That's
0: the one thing we actually all have in common. That's <laughs> what we love. We never <laughs> disagree on Pokemon. We love Pokemon. Well, we disagree on one thing.
1: We disagree on what the best generation is.
0: That's true.
1: And so JP over here is a Gen Four fanboy, and Gen Four is fine. I'm not gonna give Gen Four a hard oh. time, but I think Gen oh, Four. Okay. I, you know, I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go into it because I don't. I don't want to ruin my debate. But JP's all Gen Four is so cool. So I'm really happy that he is potentially getting a remake, so he can fix up all the things that piss me off about that generation. Because there are some things they gotta fix. We're up. not getting into right? this
0: now, buddy. But yes, on the great debate for Saturday. <laughs> Zar, Zach, and myself are each defending which Pokemon generation was the best for Pokemon, for games, for overall replayability. So don't miss this Saturday's episode because that's going to be fun. That was a good plug, Zach. Good plug.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you'd be proud of us because none of us are Gen 1ers, all right? We appreciate them all. If you're
0: a Gen 1er, you just, you want to be a fan of Pokemon because it's popular, but you never played anything past the first game. I genuinely believe that.
1: You, You got it. There's, I mean, there's so many good things about Pokemon. Anyway. Do you think anything else to add about Pokemon
0: Snap, buddy? Nope, just that it looks incredible. Once again, we will add this to the Twitter a little bit later. Zar is going to punch me right in the throat if I do not. He's going to drive to my house. He's going to wait till I'm asleep. He's going to rise above my bed and he's going to punch me right in the throat.
1: That's awesome. I got a very visual play by play. Zach's going
0: to record it and make me post it to the Twitter so I learn my lesson. (laughs) (laughs)
1: We won't forget again.
0: Well, that is not the only good piece of Nintendo news that we got this week. Zach, what are we talking about next? My
1: pride and joy, Super Smash Brothers has finally gotten its next new character revealed with the release
0: date coming. Oh, okay. I didn't know we got a release date too. All right, Zach, who's the character and when are we getting them? Min Min from ARMS is coming.
1: I really think uh, there's a lot of people who are slept on ARMS and it came out when the Switch was early. So I, I kind of understand that. Um, but basically this is coming at us from uh, Twitter, by the way, Nintendo posted a big thing in soccer. I um, basically did a play by play showing all the unique features of men, men. And you really got to give it to, to my man, Sakurai. Okay. This guy, when you, you buy these DLC characters, they are at extra cost. When you buy a DLC character, they are the most unique character in the entire game. And that really shines with men, So arms, is a brand new ip from nintendo
0: back in 2017 did they drop that as a launch title for the switch uh it
1: was out in july june i think it came out in june so it was close okay but it was pretty early in the switch's life and so that was one of their big things they were used to hype up switch and um it was a really fun fighting game it came out and it was kind of bare bones but they kept doing dlc updates and it eventually got to where it was a pretty solid title um, but usually with most new IP things, they take a little while to stick. Usually it's the second or third that's really like, this is a good franchise. And I would argue that this is a blooming title. Okay. And so anyway, in that game, what's really cool about that is you can punch with both hands and it's basically like Wii
0: Sports Boxing, but like the next level. With like a Joy-Con in both hands type deal. Right. Okay.
1: Right. And you can punch at both the same time. When you punch at the same time, you can throw people or you can alternate your punches. So one's a little bit to look, like curl to the side. Okay. And what Sakurai basically did with this character when he's incorporated into Smash Brothers is your, you know how usually you have your A for your normal attacks and your B for your special attacks? Yeah. Your A is still your punch, your smash attacks, but your B is also like your other hand that you punch with. What? So it's almost like you're playing arms inside of Smash Brothers. That's really creative. Yeah, and they threw in a bunch of unique stuff like Min Min has dragons on her arms so she can kind of like do like a little bit of laser fire. And I'm pretty sure she's charged up so it's not too OP. But yeah, the mad lad Sakurai, he really went out of his way this time. He did some really cool things with this character.
0: Okay, so Min Min from Smash is going to be our girl for uh, the next DLC coming to the Switch. I've got a few things I want to question and a few things I want to point out. So, All right. Zach, you basically talked a lot about how you feel with... Um, arms the game, the game that Min Min is from, the game arms. But how do you feel about her joining the Smash roster? Do you think that she's going to complement the roster really well?
1: Oh, yeah. I think she's really unique, and it's a new Nintendo IP, so I think that's good. I love the DLC fighters, and I want Sora and Goku as much as the next guy.
0: Sora for Smash. We have,
1: other than a Fire Emblem character, I feel like we haven't had any good, like, (laughs) Nintendo characters in such a long time. I guess there was King K. Rule, which was pretty cool. But I want more Nintendo representation. You know I want some more Xenoblade reps. You know, I want, I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe Waluigi can go in there. Mitchell <laughs> threw up at, at, when I was working today. He talked about Boo, and I'm like, how come Boo isn't in the game? How cool would it be to be a ghost?
0: Like, I don't wow, know. Wow, that is that is not a bad point. My man made Petey Piranha a viable fighter. <laughs> you know he can make Boo <laughs> a good fighter. I, uh, I'm in the same boat where it's like, hey, as long as... You know, we see different games getting into Smash. I don't really mind who the character is. Obviously, I have people I really, really want to see. But the only way I could be disappointed is really seeing a character from, you know, a game that we've already seen a lot of representation for. That's why, honest to God, even though I like playing as Byleth, We have so much Final Fantasy. God. (laughs) We have so much Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy. We have so much um, Fire Emblem representation in Smash Bros. that you are going to be mad no matter what. Even though not a lot of people know what ARMS is or who Min Min is, I am so ecstatic that they're putting a new game into uh, Smash Bros. And that we're seeing a new character. Zach, another question I had is: Did they show us a little bit? Because um, every time they release a new character, they also release a new stage. Did we see what uh, Min Min's stage is going to look like?
1: Yeah. So the new stage, I would say, is kind of the weakest part of this whole package. Really? It, it just it just seems like a normal stage. I mean, Arms is it's a it's a boxing game, so they were, they did some creative things, but you know, when Sakurai like grabs something huge, he tries to make it kind of a general compass of the entire thing i mean there's some unique things but it's basically like little max stage but there's some springs on the end of it yeah so i mean that's it's cool the springs are nice but it's just kind of a, a basic stage but it has that arms flair yeah and then there's some like things at the top you know, like a rafter kind of thing where if you hit that you can kind of go do some crazy fun smash things where you know you like you fly all around
0: Ah, uh- you know what? I'm looking at the stage right now, too, and I don't know. I'm kind of in the same boat where it really doesn't look like anything special. It, it reminds me of Pokemon Stadium without all the cool land changes. But,
1: you know, like I said, it's a boxing game. So I feel like you really kind of had to pull from that. Um, there was a skate park level I wish they could have done, but I don't, you know, I don't know if that'd be the greatest representation of ARMS because that's just one of their car- levels, you know. But, JP, yeah. what's popping, though? They have 18 new songs coming to Smash. What? And uh, 18 new songs? Yeah, all from the arm soundtrack. And that arm soundtrack, I still have that thing memorized in my head. That is such a catchy and bumping song.
0: Shit slaps.
1: I, I, I really hope we can get you or Zara to post on the Twitter just so people can experience it because it's just, it's a bumping soundtrack, boys. It's a bumping soundtrack.
0: So I see that you posted a couple of unique fighting characteristics for Min Min in Smash. The first thing you said is that she's going to be terrible in air combat, right?
1: Um, So how
0: Sakurai described
1: it was basically like once you're in the air, like you can still do things, but it's it's not as bad as Little Mac, but you're just not going to be the best in air. Okay. But she excels at people who are kind of decently far away because she's got those long arms or springy arms that can go to hit people way far away
0: and also another note you made is you can do two smash attacks at the same time right so
1: you have that one punch that other punch i was talking about earlier it's pretty it's pretty sweet so they
0: really work independently of each other even leading up to the fact that they each have their own smash gauge what do you mean smash gauge
1: oh no so you can't like charge both of them you can charge one up and then do another punch oh
0: i see well Um, still that's really really cool
1: i'll go back and do a play-by-play on that one but yeah I'm not doing it just. You need to watch the video because it's pretty cool.
0: I'm already checking it out and I'm very impressed. Something kind of out of the blue, not even having to do with mid-minor arms or sma- like the stage or anything. The Vault guy outfit from Fallout is going to be a new me costume. Yeah,
1: they started playing that trailer and I was like, this is pretty awesome. And he's not like, you don't have that creepy me face. I'm sure some of your me's look very nice, but they are, I, I don't know, something about this lifeless stare of a me really creeps me out. So I say creep. But yeah, he pretty much takes over and you pretty much have this uh, costume of the vault guy from like Fallout Shelter. And it looks really cool for a, a me costume. So
0: what do you think they're hinting at here, my friend? I don't think there's going to be a Fallout character, but I think that's a really nice uh, thing
1: they threw in there. Because I know Bethesda and Nintendo have kind of like a bromance built budding right now. So. Wow,
0: it's, it's literally Vault Boy from Fallout. That's so cool. I don't know. Is there a Fallout game that's out for the Switch right now? Uh, the mobile game Fallout Shelter. Well, that, so, no. that's what I'm saying, <laughs> though, is I bet this is a little bit of a sneak peek. I'm willing to put money down that one of the Fallouts are about to come to the Switch. Do it. I need to play Fallout. I haven't played it yet. Fallout 4 was great. Uh, Fallout 76. Eh, let's just hope you get Fallout 4 on the Switch. <laughs>
1: And so this comes out June
0: 29th. So not too far away. You know, that's a week from when we're recording this. And what's funny is you were just talking about this the other day. Not just you, but my friend Nick, too. He was like, when are we going to get some Smash Bros. news? They've been sleeping on that.
1: Stupid COVID. Sakurai over there was like streaming from his home and you have been proud, Jip. He had the most clean setup. He had two like ginormous 65 inch
0: TVs, My and then man. he had a
1: PS4, a Nintendo Switch, an Xbox One. And then he even had like a Nest just chilling over there. And I was like, dude, this guy over here, he knows how to game. It was so clean.
0: The name of the game is Unity. <laughs> proud that he's doing the
1: ultimate crossover <laughs> game of all time.
0: <laughs> he really is. He's doing work. He's doing work. So yeah, we got our Smash Bros. news. I'm very happy.
1: I got to ask JP, who's one character? If you eat one of the last five characters and you need to pick anyone, who would you put in the Smash?
0: Sora for Smash. thought. Sora for Smash. thought. Sora for Smash. We've been begging. We've been pleading. I want my boy Sora from Kingdom Hearts and Smash. He would be such a good character. It would be so easy to make a move set for him. I, you know what? I'm not getting into this. JP, JP. You're thinking too
1: small. Sora's cool, but he's another blade user, bro. We need Goofy Tanky Boy 101. <laughs> What about Donald?
0: This looks like a great spot to find some ingredients.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Flashbacks. Oh, my
0: God. It's... Uh...
1: <laughs> Mine, uh, I think I'm all on the chaos train, dude. I want to... Obviously, Xenoblade comes. and I think that's actually going to happen. But my pure chaos pick is Goku, man. <laughs>
0: dude, that just would be... Just go full stupid. That would be if Sakurai was just like, fuck it. Goku and Smash. <laughs>
1: like what no one can one up me not even the people who made flash games back in 2002 man like no one can one up me
0: (laughs) goku and smash oh my god that would be really funny just for you always just for the meme (laughs) yeah just put goku and smash Uh, all right man i think that's it man for our news what do you say we move on to game releases sounds good all right june 23rd we've got spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom rehydrated coming into pc ps4 xbox one and switch this game has been hyped up quite a bit huh yeah
1: a lot of nostalgia for that game did you ever play it
0: um i got tidbits i got tidbits one of my brothers played and i watched it looked like fun i just never got around to playing it
1: i um literally bought this for krista she literally this is like I'm like, I love video games. This is the first one she talked about. And so this is like her present for her. I bought her this and somebody shipped to her house like tomorrow. So we're excited.
0: Yeah. On June 24th, we've got Ninjala coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Also coming out on June 24th is Blair Witch coming to the Nintendo Switch. Zach, I've heard that's actually a pretty decent horror game. You picking that up? You say Blair Witch or Ninjala? Blair Witch, buddy. (laughs) I was like, Ninjala's a horror game? (laughs) Zach, I heard that Hello Kitty Island Adventures is a good horror game, bro. <laughs> um,
1: I still got to play Resident Evil. After I beat Resident Evil, I might dabble, especially if it goes on sale.
0: I do. I do want that to be your first horror game. That's a good pick for a first horror game. Coming out on June 25th is Mr. Driller Drill Land for the Switch and for the PC. Also coming out the 25th is Hunting Simulator 2 for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. On June 30th, we've got The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3 coming to Nintendo Switch. And on June 30th, we also have The Wonderful 101 Remastered for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Now, The Wonderful 101, we have decided, is going to be the game that we're hyping up this week. Zach, why are we hyping up this game?
1: The Wonderful 101 is remastered as a team of heroes from around the world that have to unite to protect the Earth from vicious alien invaders, JP. Cool. Think Power Rangers meets Platinum Games. Oh, sweet right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so there's a band of oh, these 100 wonderful 101s, and um, they work together to use their fantastic abilities to create a variety of forms. I love it. The green one is literally a gun. You turn into a gun, and you shoot things. <laughs> Just
0: that would be an interesting power rangers like the animal one everyone like tiger owl gun
1: (laughs) and it just it just shoots and it kills it's fucking it's sweet it's fabulous um there's the giant fist is red the blue blade i feel like i'm missing two of them but yeah i'm really excited to play this and the the final member of this team the 101th player not a dalmatian it's you brother (gasps) all right our sister
0: that Uh, (laughs) we're all inclusive at the game t podcast
1: you have no reason not to play this it's coming to the switch it's coming to xbox one it's coming to ps4 it's coming to pc if you already know about this game you probably already bought it digitally because it's already out for all those things but the physical game got delayed because covid screw you covid Mm -hmm. but yeah
0: i have some more questions about the game um so first of all what style of game is it is it an mmo is it an
1: MMO? My guy, my guy. Okay, it's a platinum action game. So like I said, like, it's like you got your, uh, I don't know how to describe it. So you got like your Pikmin kind of, all right? Your Pikmin are the Power Rangers I talked about earlier. Okay. All
0: right? Yeah, yeah.
1: But then all these Pikmin, they fight and they turn things like a giant fist or the gun and they beat stuff up and that's your action game kind of like Bayonetta. Okay. Okay? Um, It's got style and it's got fun. It's just got that stuff to boot. Do, right? do
0: you play against other people? No, no, no. It's just a, it's a story game. Okay, but do they have any type of multiplayer to offer yet?
1: Nope. No. No multiplayer. Boo. But it's... <laughs> come on,
0: JP. I don't even care about <laughs> um, multiplayer that much, to be honest. This sounds like a good time, I think. And for $40, it sounds like it's going to be worth the price tag. Right. So
1: uh, it's, like I'll say, it's a platinum game. So, like, once you master it, you really feel rewarded for playing it. But the one con is, like, you have to kind of figure out the combat on your own at first. It doesn't do a good job. I mean, you could watch a YouTube video, and that would
0: help, too. So it's one of those things where it's kind of hard to get into because it's a, it presents a challenge and a lot of different variables. But once you get into it, you just got to dive right in. It's actually not that bad. It's one of those things, huh? It's pretty sweet, yeah.
1: Once you get in there, you're
0: hooked. Mm-hmm. Now, I also see that you posted some frame rate issues on every console. That's probably just because of the sheer amount of things going on, right?
1: And, you know, it's kind of funny. So this is originally was on the Wii U and um, it still had those. It has the exact same frame issues that it had on the Wii U. And back then you would say the Wii U is underpowered. But then if you play this on the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X, you still have those same frame rate issues. Yeah, so this a good is point. So this is literally a direct port of the Wii U one. And this was a Kickstarter thing. It was originally just going to be on the Switch, and then Platinum was like, can we get it to everything? And so they did a Kickstarter so they could publish it and put it out onto all the different consoles. Yeah. And so, I don't know. That's what they did. And so it's kind of goofy that they have those frame rate issues, even on a powerful console like the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One X. But... I don't know. For 40 bucks and having a platinum-style action game, I really feel like you guys should not sleep on this title.
0: I think that's a good point. I've heard The Wonderful 101 talked about quite a bit. I mean, I use cult following a lot, but I feel like this is above cult following. I feel like enough people have talked about this game and liked this game for it to really have a fan base, a true big fan base at this point. It's never too late to get into a good game.
1: And this was one of our earlier um, podcasts that we talked about how there was a Kickstarter for this game, and they met the Kickstarter goal in, like, under an hour. It was crazy. How much were it they was asking, a pretty high goal. do you remember? It, it was in the millions. Jesus. I don't, I don't know. Kickstarter, Wonderful 101. Yeah, the fans put their money where their mouth was. It was crazy. They reached their goal, and I want to say under an hour, and they reached all their milestones, too. Yeah. And I think it says, oh, you have to do the yen conversion, but 33,000 people pledged 235 million yen oh so yeah so the initial goal was 5 million yen they made 235 million yen
0: so at the very least they blew their goal out of the water that's four times the asking amount over four times the asking amount that's awesome it's like
1: 70 times the asking amount
0: so yeah um in conclusion if you're looking for the next big thing it has been a crazy couple of weeks for games and we just hit a lot of great releases including the last of us part two And the Pokemon DLC is out now, too, for uh, Sword and Shield. But if you're looking for something a little different, something a little off the beaten path, I think this is going to be a game to check out. All right, Zach. um, That's going to pretty much do it for this episode. On Saturday, we already mentioned it a little bit. We're doing a great debate about what the best generation of Pokemon game was and why. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm ready to wipe the floor with you, Scrubs. I don't know. I'm pretty (laughs) I don't know dude I'm pretty stoked on my generation I don't want to give too much away I want to save it all for the debate but it's gonna be a good one if you're a Pokemon fan you're gonna want to be there it's gonna be good yeah
1: all right, I think that kind of does it for episode, JP. Anything else you want to add? Nope,
0: just another beautiful week for gaming news in light of a very terrible world we're living in right now. Two cheers for that.
1: Um, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> I think I'll drink game tea to that. With vodka. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Go check out the Twitter to see some of the videos we talked about in this episode. And we will talk to you guys on Saturday. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Game T Podcast. If you liked what you heard, why not follow us on social media? You can find us on Twitter at the Game T Podcast X. You can find us on Facebook at the Game T Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at the Game Tea Podcast.